Entertainment Podcast from Bottomline Technologies. Every year, thousands of delegates descend on the Cybos Conference to understand what upcoming trends are going to be leading the banking and finance industry over the next year. This year's Cybos event was no different, apart from the delegates flocking to their laptops rather than a physical conference centre. Hello, I'm Rich Williams, host of the Payments Podcast, and if you haven't guessed it already, today's episode will frame the top trends from Cybos and how my guests see them affecting the future of payments. With me today is Ed Adshead-Grant, General Manager of Payments, and James Richardson, Head of Market Development for Fraud and Risk at Bottomline, respectively. Gents, thank you both for joining me today, both regular attendees of Cybos, of course, and returning guests on the channel. Thanks, Rich. Thank you, Rich. So, Ed, let's start with you, please. What are your top three highlights from this year's Cybos event? Uh, thanks, Rich. Yeah, top three highlights. Well, I, I have to start with the whole experience. It was very different this year. Our first ever digital Cybos. And uh, overall, I, I think Swift took up the challenge and, and did as best they can with the conditions that we have with, with this global pandemic. My, my thoughts on it is there are limits to what can be done in our big world of digital transformation. So I know a lot of my peers in the industry really miss the, the networking, uh, the um, deals that get struck, the new uh, meetings that we hold with new ideas, uh, new product releases. It, it was just a lot quieter. I found myself watching the screen a little bit like YouTube for the whole week and certainly missed uh, Franco's coffee down at the HSBC stand. So looking forward to Singapore, and uh, let's hope that we're all together and uh, we can enjoy a Cybos in person next year. I agree. I agree with Ed. I think it's. Um, I think that Swift did a did a pretty good job of turning this into a pure digital conference and completely. Um, I think they really embraced um, a wider audience that perhaps wasn't the same audience as what would normally attend. Cybos. So I think Cybos was probably a bit more accessible this year to um, uh, all levels of seniority within organisations. So I think the session certainly reflected that, that there was some more kind of practical and tactical um, discussions and sessions, as well as some of the more strategic ones. And on that point, there, there was some mention of the SWIFT strategy, was there not? Yeah, there was. And I, probably that's the second highlight I would want to mention, Rich, which is a big announcement from SWIFT around moving their strategy from being a messaging platform into a transaction management platform, which there are only a few words changed in that sentence, but actually that's a, that's a massive transformation built on, on the success of the GPI innovation. And SWIFT are looking at the new world um, of APIs and how to operate and, and help their community of, of banks and corporates. And they've realized that uh, things need to move on uh, to the next stage. And it's an ambitious, complex program based on the ISO 20022 standards and this GPI foundation I mentioned. And we look forward to supporting that and finding how we work as a community to make that a success. The, the team actually quoted two years to get that transformation done, which I think is very ambitious. As I speak to our customers, I don't think anyone really sees it as a two-year and done program. But it is a, a step in, in the right direction. 
And I, I think my thought is they need the big hairy gorilla type to project manage that one just to get the milestones on time over the next few years. Okay, so we've had two highlights from you there, Ed. Um, what about your third one, please? Then we'll move on to James for his final two. The third one that comes to mind is, is the cross-border payments and, and how big a problem that is in the industry globally. And it's great that uh, Bottom Line and others are tackling that big industry problem. We like to take on the, the, the big challenges. So you've got $150 trillion in the cross-border payment channels at the moment, estimated to go up to $250 trillion by 2025. And the G20 have um, become involved this year. They've put out their reports to see how can we do it better because it is directly linked to the GDP of various countries. So they've come up with 19 building blocks that have been published and there's five new key themes that have just come out that we're studying around data harmonization and and global coordination. Um, And I didn't know actually that 60% of cross-border payments still need manual intervention. I mean, that's a huge exceptions processing problem. So um, we're very busy with that area. We launched another podcast, the Visa B2B Connect podcast, where we've been investing with Visa to take a new cross-border payment solution to market to solve many of these problems. That's quite right. And uh, listeners can find uh, more information there using the usual platforms. James, um, we've looked there at uh, digital cyber, SWIFT strategy and cross-border payments. Any reflections on what Ed's been through so far? I think um, Ed's nailed the highlights, really. And um, linked to those points is the uh, kind of underpinning of cloud acceleration. Um, Just wanting to move to this new uh, this new world a little bit quicker. I think there's there's that desire to want to make it happen as soon as we possibly can um, with a backdrop of the reality check that actually this thing's going to take a little bit of time. Um, but but there is absolutely an overwhelming desire to want to accelerate. And um, I think the COVID situation has um, encouraged us all to think a little bit differently about how quickly it is possible to accelerate in areas where we'd previously thought was pretty hard. And any comments specific to what's happening with fraud at the moment, James? Yeah, so I looked quite deeply at the fraud um, and compliance areas of Cybos this year. And um, I think my kind of takeaways are we as a as an industry continue to go into the right direction with improving defenses um but i was pretty shocked actually as to the um the stats that were flying about regarding how um heavy the fraudsters have attacked as a result of the go the covid pandemic um ibm I think we're quoting a 4,300% uplift in cybersecurity events uh, since the start of COVID. That is unbelievable. And I attended a number of sessions that all talked about uh, pretty sensational um, uplifts in attacks or 
um, you know, attempts, fraudulent attempts around the world. So, yes, we're all moving in the right direction, but this is not stopping or slowing down. And um, we've got to remember that. Uh, this is actually seen as a pretty, this COVID situation is, is seen as a pretty strong opportunity for cyber fraudsters. And we would do well to remember that, that they're running as pretty coherent businesses. Um, and we've got to make sure that we're um, we're really aware of the latest trends. So I attended some really good sessions. Um, I was quite interested to see that some of the highest risk areas for victim banks are Africa, South Asia, followed by Southeast Asia, Latin America, Europe and Middle East. They're all still medium risk. Um, and so they're the kind of the victim banks, but the, the locations of the beneficiary of banks are different. So the highest risk area is the funds then moving through into Asia, followed by Western Europe and Middle East. So that information is pretty fluid, um, but it was good to understand uh, that that's actually uh, being tracked. And uh, it's important for the audience to really uh, learn um, both from us and from other sources that they that they find helpful. Uh, to to make sure that they've got the right level of uh, defence mechanisms in place. Thank you, James. Uh, what other highlights did you take away from this year's Cybus event? So the other piece outside of fraud is around compliance. And uh, there is a growing undercurrent of um, conversation in ISO 20022 and how it can improve sanction screening, real-time sanction screening. And there were two aspects in a number of discussions that it was really pleasing to see. One is data is king. And the the reference data for uh, comparing transactions in flight is just so important to make sure that it's uh, as good as it can be. And the second is linking to the ISO 20022. And um, I didn't see this everywhere I went, but I did see this in a few sessions that um, embracing ISO 20022 is an opportunity for compliance and risk officers to really improve their uh, their business, their area of the business. And I think that was that was really good to see as as as, as an organisation like Bottom Line that's in this space and sees a lot that that moves in the industry. Um, I was delighted to hear the words last mile, uh, which is about protecting the last mile of payments um, and how ISO 20022 as a as a change in the payment landscape is actually going to change how compliance officers and fraud officers are going to deal with fraud in the future. Thank you, James. And your final highlight, please. Okay, so final takeaway for me, Rich, uh, I think just to conclude, the Cybos event itself was, um, was was a bit of a challenge, I guess. It was it was good that it was all digital, but gosh, I miss that people interaction. Um, but I think the the guys at Swift did a did a pretty good job. Um, I'd really encourage the audience to lift up and think about some of these main industry events that are coming their way it's going to affect them um, and the sooner that they can 
really get their heads around what's coming, whether it's within the next six months or within the next couple of years, it's definitely worth looking at now and starting to plan for 2021. Quite a stark finale there from James. Uh, Ed, any final comments before we close out the show? I think a final thought, Rich, is actually um, my, my faith has been restored in in human nature. So although we do talk about all these digital transformations and platform changes, there is a human side to Cybos that is absolutely fundamental. And no matter how much artificial intelligence and machine learning we, we plan in our roadmaps and bring to the industry, nothing beats uh, getting together to talk through some of these problems and, and sorting through the answers and, and enjoying one of those uh, coffee at Franco's stand. Thank you, Ed and James, for both of your insights today. I think you've both shown that even though this year's event was entirely virtual, based on the conversation we've had, it was certainly an educational one as ever. Now, although Cybos will be continuing once a week until March, it's always good to get your views directly after that full initial week's event. And hopefully Cybos 2021 will allow for delegates to convene in a physical location once more. We will be recording another show to discuss some of the highlights from Cybos very soon with our very own Marcus Hughes. But unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. In the meantime, as ever, you can listen to more episodes on all things payments at the touch of a button using your preferred provider. And we'll see you all next time. The Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.